This podcast was recorded at Yulin 23 in our cute 1960s caravan called Lily. You may hear a bit of noise in the background. Enjoy the live atmosphere and our amazing guests. Kamihi. Oh, tēnā koe. Firstly, ko aroha nui Alana Hau. Mm. I'm a facilitator of Tātai Ahorau Core Education, and I'm here with and I'm here with Dalia Malai Ulu. And I'll leave it for you to introduce yourself, your, what your mahi is, who you are. So tēnā koe. Awesome. Kia ora, aroha nui. Talofalava. My name is Dalia Malai Ulu. I am the owner creator of Mila's Books, which are Pacifica children's books that help our Tamiti to be seen, heard, and valued. So that's why I'm here at the amazing, yeah, You Learn 23. <laughs> oh, awesome. And do, do your books have a theme? All of a sudden, really, 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 really invested now. <laughs> yeah. Because my daughter wrote her own <gasps> first real Māori children's oh, book that's... about a place up home. How, what's your process in creating books? Yep. I kind of started just like that. I don't have a background in publishing or literature. I have an education background. So I really started Miller's Books because of the need for our stories. Need for our stories by us, for us as Pacifica. I also saw and have seen firsthand through my teaching experience being a mother of like the power our stories have on yeah. not just our family, our kids, educators too, wanting to develop that cultural confidence and understanding. So the process for me was honestly just do it. Like it was like writing what I knew and it was kind of tailoring that to really reflect the language we say in Samoangana, our Samoan language and cultural needs because mm. it's it's so much the diverse range of needs for language and culture is huge now yeah. it is not like back in the days where we first came over from the islands and it's just straight english bilingual it's not that anymore we've got so many kids in between yeah. and families in between who are really wanting to reconnect with who they are reconnect with the language and i just feel like stories do that for us mm. as maori and pacifica like we've always been storytellers and unfortunately, you know, through colonisation, assimilation and these measures of success that are really the Balangi way of storytelling or writing or publishing yeah. have been that kind of pinnacle when it's like we had that all along. We yeah. actually had our ways and our stories all along. So, yeah, I really encourage people to just do it, yeah. especially like hearing about your baby doing it. That's awesome because yeah. that's just a real awesome thing to totoko in terms of just being whānau or an educator because you're getting them to value their own voice that's it and yeah. sharing it with the world is huge yeah like and that's helping our kids to be seen heard and valued and if they can get that as early as possible mm. then they know their worth as who they are yeah you know yeah, absolutely in, instead of like trying to chop and change and then get to your 20s and 30s like I've met some people and they're like oh my gosh I've actually figured out why I don't feel like I belong or that I'm accepted because yeah. I don't know who I am yeah. and it's, I've, I've gone too far from home yeah you know yeah all of it yeah, yeah. beautiful mm. oh that's so stunning our next question what are you excited for for Tamariki to learn about Pacific culture with changes in curriculum so what excites mm. you about that 
I've had a look over the new curriculum refresh elements and I think the things that have excited me in terms of like the literacy, for example, literacy curriculum is the focus on storytelling. That's been really cool to see. Obviously, as well as that, the Aotearoa New Zealand histories part, yeah. like that's massive, like it's long overdue. Mm. But in saying that, I'm more excited for the result of these words. Yeah. This new refresh, because at the end of the day, it is words on a paper. Yeah. And we've all gone down that tiriti road of what words on a paper mean. Yeah. And what really counts is the actions that come from this paper. Yeah. And there's so many different variables mm. that people sometimes forget because it's not just cool. Here's a new way of doing it. You actually need to acknowledge and we need to support those who have to implement it. Yeah. And you've got teachers who are products of an old system that research and independent studies and, and people have highlighted and the feedback that's come back has come an education system that was riddled with somatic racism. Yeah. So we've got educators who are results or products yeah. of that education system. Yeah. So what support are happening for them to yeah. be able to have the right kind of mindset and yeah. perspectives and understanding and knowledge for them to apply anything new that gets put in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is how are you going to measure the success with our Māori and Pacifica Tamati? Mm. Yeah. Because as I've travelled around New Zealand and talked to different schools and worked with different teachers and I come from a background of education myself and everyone can't stand assessment. Like everyone's like, oh man, it's because I have to do this. But it's also a default yep. that people don't automatically recognise. Yeah. And so when it's kind of like that unconscious default, your go-to is going to be, how am I going to measure this, all this new stuff? I know what, with a test. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my gosh, what have we learned? We can't throw everything out like around what works for our kids. Yeah. And the different strengths our kids, especially our Māori and Pacifica kids, mm. have, that unfortunately don't get measured or valued. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it's taking you know, the walls of the classroom down eh, and inviting culture in. And yep. Yeah, it's going to take a, a big, a big shift, oh, yeah. as you say, in our classrooms. And yeah, as you say, excited about what I'm reading, mm. but really aware also of the application and yep. the capacity and capabilities of our kaiako with all yep. the beautiful intention mm. but it's so new i'm not that old yeah. but, <laughs> yeah, but we're all not that old yeah, yeah. let's state our age for the podcast yeah. <laughs> 18 go okay. yeah yeah no, you know, just, just pushing 23 yeah <laughs> but you know in science there were no there weren't even kupu maori no. let alone you know maori knowledge around yep around science, science through a Māori worldview. That's right. Yeah, so even when going into kura and they're unsure, afraid, and it's like, hey, we've got to start somewhere. somewhere. We've got to start somewhere. We're going from a, a place where Māori, you know, you leave that stuff outside the gate. Yeah. And you're going to come in, you're going to learn all these, mm -hmm. you know, we'll put Western. stuff in, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to learn in, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's exciting. It's exciting yeah. and can be overwhelming as well. Mm. Very excited for our generation and a little bit jealous to be honest yeah. 
I know, and that's what the work like we do at Mila's books. Like when they go, how did you? Oh, this book, I love this book. Or how did you think about this? We've just released like a Pacifica Wellbeing series. Oh, nice. And that came off the back of our young adult middle grade titles, Tamasamo and Tene Samoa. And the overwhelming demand for those two titles just showed us how much our kids want mm. to come home to themselves. Like how they're searching for something that reflects them or just connects them to who they are. Yeah. So then we developed these journals, uh, well-being journals, where kids get to write their own stories. Like they get to write their story. Yeah. They get to value their story first before trying to write someone else's story or to yeah. write a report on England or to do something. It's like... Why don't we start with them valuing them? Yeah. Um, because along this process, you know, it's kind of chopped and changed them and it's stripped them of their mana, stripped yeah. them of their wairua. And it's beautiful to see that. But that's kind of how it started, like even with the resourcing. I, see, now I've forgotten where I was started. <laughs> like, but that's just, yeah, it's a perfect example of where it's going and, and why we do what we do. Mm. Like it's about that and it's supporting our kayako too. Yeah. Like they need that support. So as well as that refresh, it's so, so, so important to have the supports in place and acknowledge yeah. it yeah. instead of traditionally what's happened. We've got a new change. Drop it on you. Go. Yeah. And it's like, bro, <laughs> it's like, bro, I've just, I've got it. I can't change my ways like a switch. If we, if we know kids can't do that. We shouldn't be expecting Kayako yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I'm really keen and I pray and I hope that yeah, ministry really puts into place that support. Yeah. Yeah. Because teachers are asking for it. Yeah. Like they know that they don't know. Yeah. But they don't know where to go. Yeah. And they're yeah. afraid. So yeah. and what happens when that happens? Default. Yeah. They go yeah. to what they know. Exactly. And you know, the whole emphasis on having relationships with mana whenua, it's stunning mm -hmm. and you yeah. want that. But mana whenua aren't even being resourced yeah. to su supply to demand. So, you yeah. know, every, yeah. yeah, there's this beautiful thing that's yeah. being created, but needs to be supported. Yeah. All those all critical components, the kayako, the Amen. mana whenua, yeah. And resources like yeah. the puka puka, those are all yeah. helpful in Absolutely. bringing culture and local narrative. Yeah, into and it's our just classrooms. a safe space. Like, it's just books have always been powerful tools. Yeah. Um, you know, but we've just, we've had books and we still do have books that ministry produce, which are great, but a lot of them sit on the shelf mm. because teachers don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Like they go, that's good. Great. But I don't know what that title says. I'm going to go to what I know. Yeah. And that's what really drives us at Miller's Books is to make sure that we have like authentically Pacifica books mm. by Pacifica for Pacifica. And we're the only all Pacifica publishing team in the world. So wow. I think that really speaks to the success that we've had yeah. and people can actually see that through our stories. Yeah. And we just ensure that whatever the, like, we try to meet the need instead of the mass population of, cool, let's just get some stories that have got island words in it. Or yeah. let's just write a story, then translate it. And it's like, hey, yeah. like, <laughs> it just misses the point. Yeah. And I'm just a huge believer that, yeah, we've always been storytellers, Māori and Pacifica, and that we are more than capable of telling our own story. Mm. Absolutely. What is the most effective way to start valuing and listening to the Pacific voice within mm. our individual school settings? It's an awesome question. I think my automatic kind of gut reaction to that question is action it. I don't know how many more times we need to talk about it, 
to listen to it, to get feedback, to get parent voice, to do surveys when it's saying the same thing. Like for the last decade, I know that I've been around in the teaching world, like over a decade, and we've told you from the beginning what we need. Yeah. So my thing is about if you really wanting to better support, better connect with Pacifica, to see better results with your Pacifica Tamati is to action what they are saying. Mm. And if you don't know the answer, to not give up and actually to build a force, a community around you, a support system so that your Tamati can see the efforts that you're trying, mm. the efforts that you're going through to try to make it happen. Because yeah. I always say this, like it's real black and white. It's Pacifica come to school and then we have had to learn your way. Yeah. Like, we've been forced to learn your way as the way, yeah. as the way to, as the pinnacle of success is the Balangi way. Yeah. But when it comes to us, where are the efforts there? Mm. And I'm not talking about, but we do Samoan Language Week. <laughs> and we're not talking about the week. The week should literally be a highlight of already what's happening. Yeah. It should not be exactly. cool. It's May now. Oh, what are we going to do for that week? It should be, man, let's celebrate what's already happening yeah and uh, yeah so i'm not talking about that i'm not talking about your little poly club i'm not talking about your cultural concert those one-off things that typically brown educators or pacifica educators lead anyway yeah, yeah. so if you are non-pacifica and are wanting to do something then you need to get in amongst it and you yeah. need to understand that mate like even maori culture in a marae everyone pitches in yeah so when you isolate and when you dissect things as an oh great because so-and-so the Pacifica teacher is going to be doing that because it's the Pacifica element or section of the school. Yeah. You are enforcing that systematic racism. Yeah. Because you're expecting that. You are placing them in that position of brown work for brown people. And it doesn't develop or grow your knowledge or learning of exactly. the culture. Yeah. And if you knew our worldviews as Māori and Pacifica, like no one does nothing. Yeah. We are all doing it together. Yeah. So when it is the cause, whatever the cause is, whether it's for our Māori or Pacifica, like we all learn the waiata. Yeah. We all have to come in and do the dishes. We yeah. all have to help tidy up. Yeah. So it's it's never really segregated into roles to the point where that's it. That's yeah. your only role is just to do that. So yeah, I definitely feel action. Back yeah, it up. Absolutely. And you're right. We have our science, English, mm. math. A couple of our colleagues have a wānanga tomorrow on mm. cultural taxation oh, wow. which is what yeah. you're talking about like oh you know the maori department what's the name for yeah or can you just translate yeah or have you got a whakatauki okay. yeah. for oh, got a white call can you just yeah pick that up yeah. that'd be awesome yeah Nine fifty-five. <laughs> oh we've got someone coming and you're gonna do poetry yeah. you know yeah. and it's real and then people are like oh my gosh does that happen i'm like you just need to watch people in your community you need to just sit there and watch when a poor is happening who's on their phone Who's doing something else? Who, who, and the when the school is singing their waita, who knows the words? Yeah. Who's helping the kids and backing them up and standing? Yeah. And doing that, what we call our totua or totoko. Mm. And the teachers who just sit there and go, oh, isn't that nice? Like yeah. they're not a part, like they're outside of it. Yeah. And you're like, you should be in it. Yeah. Like, cool, if you're not on that stage, you should be singing and totokoing where you are. Yeah. You should be helping with uniforms. You should know the parents' names. You should be able to call them. It's whānau for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's how deep connections are and how to reach our Māori and Pacifica kids mm. is because if you aren't whānau, sweet, I'm not letting you in. Yeah. 
like yeah. cool you just need to stay in your place there i stay in my place which is what we don't want because we want that whanauna tanga we want those relationships that are lifelong yeah because yeah. that's what it is for us as Māori and Pacifica. It's yeah. like to the death. Like <laughs> if you are, if you got my back, I got your back yeah. forever. Absolutely. Like I can see you when I'm thirty years old, and I will give you a hug. Yeah. Like I will catch up, and we like it's it's bigger. Yeah. It's bigger than just you know those kind of professional teacher like student. It's yeah, it's yeah. much bigger for us. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely, and you know. Going back to the puka puka, our narratives are also a way of interweaving the different curriculum areas. Yeah. Eh? They're just the power in stories and, and a way of valuing our culture. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's just so beautiful. I'm just thinking about all the knowledge that has been lost or that mm-hmm. it's sitting dormant. And I listened to a podcast recently and it talked about that for some, not all, but for some Māori students, just hearing that story would could unlock mm-hmm. something within them and mm-hmm. you know we talk about Māori attendance or achievement mm-hmm. is so bad you know and you just think if you just if they just heard something great about yeah. themselves you know just that might just unlock that mm-hmm. potential because you know I can't see myself in Pākehā mm-hmm. or Hainamana I can't mm-hmm. you know that's oh, beautiful for them but mm-hmm. how often do our students sit in our classrooms and not see themselves in oh, anything eh? Too often yeah unfortunately yeah like I think the stories are just a gateway like they're mirrors books are mirrors they're also windows to mm. look into but they're also bridges and they connect us. Yeah. And the most powerful story that I always tell kids when I present to them or talk to them is the story that they tell themselves every day. Yeah. And that comes from being hit with some ugly stories that Mm. aren't even true. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of our kids believe it along the way. And then they play that. They play that character in the story because that's the belief that's been embedded. That's the story that they have repeatedly told to them. And for me, it's not good enough. I'm yep. like, nah, we need to change that narrative, hold up a mirror to our beautiful tamati, our rangatahi, so that they know their real worth. Mm. So they know who they are, where they come from, and that when they go forward into the world, that they're not one. Like, yep. there's many. Yeah. They're carrying all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it gets me. Yep. So, oh, oh, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, let's go match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> All right, let's go to some work now. Yeah. <laughs> let's go on the stage and go and tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we're done with it. Yeah. Okay, okay, we've bounced enough now. Yeah. <laughs> Time to do some mahi. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. no. Oh, thank you for sharing your story and yeah. your stories. Yeah. <laughs> many more, many more to come and many more really blessed like obviously there's us Miller's Books the only all Pacifica publishing company in the world based in Wellington so proud that we're based in Aotearoa and then our uh, lovely cousins I call them my cousins the Hoya Fano from Hoya Publishers yeah. who are also doing a massive 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 work for 30 years mm, 30 years yeah. they've been a multi um, publishing company they've yeah. been a unicorn yeah for 30 years and they've seen things you know just like yeah. in the education system so just shout out to them as well and to just Katrina you learn team oh amazing just amazing stuff that you guys do each year it's been a pleasure it's been mm. a real pleasure leaving the caravan with my cup full <laughs> yeah. so thank you overflowing yeah overflowing 
ready for another mission. Because yeah. <laughs> we're going to go storm that stage. And <laughs> tell everyone. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Koe. Mo koha to pukinga. Just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, just people like people like you and the other presenters here just chipping away makes me in this world we are mm. finding ourselves in especially election year oh, it makes me hopeful it's <laughs> <laughs> good sister yeah. awesome ngā mihi aroha noi thank oh. you so much for te lava tēnā koe tēnā koutou you've been listening to a tātai ahorau core education podcast